Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Welcome to... sniggering before <laughs> It's just, we're off to a nervous start. We are, somewhat. Do you want to explain to the nice boys and girls at home Well, we are both out of our, we're not with our home comforts, are we? We're both away from home. Yes, yes. So this, so we might sound a bit different as well. I'm borrowing uh, my brother's study and without an ethernet cable and you are in the middle of nowhere without a charger. Yeah. So have you got like 21% on your laptop? Oh, <laughs> then look. <laughs> So we just if there's we a code word. Than normal, uh, that's why because I'm watching but, my battery. <laughs> when Lucy starts to get a little bit distracted, it's because she's looking yeah. at her battery. When I start waffling, and Lucy immediately jumps in with, "Now it's the emails." <laughs> as soon as you start talking about a twist, Harriet, it's all over. So we're we're on the clock, but that's good for everyone involved. I mean, a, that's great a, for the yeah, listeners. It's a Halloween uh, ghost train of an episode. Wish. There we, go. Well, yeah. we can just add spooky noises after the record yes. if we need to bulk it out a bit, can't we? Well, possibly the spooky noises will be me going, ah! Where's my <laughs> bloody thing disappears? Anyway, yes. Okay, so I'll <sighs> just talk first. Okay. Uh, and everyone listen on 1.25 or, or yeah. no, lower the one. No, lower, lower one. three quarters. Lower, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, fabulous Febreze, Lucy Freeman. Well, Lucy. You didn't put an and in. Looks like there was... Oh, sorry. Oh, that's probably the poltergeist. No, it's, it's Anne Cooper. Anne Cooper. <laughs> now, before we make a start on your emails, let, there's no Cooper, though, to listen to this week. We're there is. Miss... He's down here by my oh, side. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. There'd be an uproar. Mm-hmm. Before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Well, before we do, I just want to share a tweet, oh, yeah. which is very heartfelt uh, for me, it's, I found it very, very moving that someone empathised with my lot. It was from uh, Pip Squeak, uh, who is um, uh, Steve Parrott, who said, Just caught up with all six episodes of The Archers. I wish Lucy V. Freeman every good thing in weaving a light monologue out of that little lot. <laughs> exactly. My thoughts, precisely. Thank you very much. Anyway. Um, oh, I've just had a message about Cooper. <laughs> Can we have Cooper chasing squirrels every week? Never mind the baby club. A dog club is what you need. Woof. And that's from Bella the Grey. Okay. Instagram. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bella. Cooper is actually off his nuts at the moment as he's, he's on sedatives. So, um, oh, gosh. He's, it's Aren't like, we all? It's like, <laughs> it's like going on holiday with Cheech and Chong. But anyway, oh, there we go. <sighs> right. Monologue. We began the week with Peggy, who is currently boycotting God because he won't let her have a window. People who are no longer in the Archers now seem to be in it in absentia more than they were when they were actually in the village. I'm amazed Kathy hasn't Skyped Pat, to be honest. We could have had full house. 
Ruth was at it again. Leonard planned on staying the night with his partner and Ruth found this inexplicably <laughs> hilarious. Roaring with laughter she was. Called them little so-and-sos. Absolutely bizarre. I have developed a theory about Ruth. She's an alien. Bear with me. There's something not quite human about her reactions and she says things that sound like she's mimicking what a normal person would say. So which is why she speaks entirely in cliches. Yours truly, having a nosy. When you try and recall what she actually said, it's just blank. She's wiped you. It's like men in black. Over at the Orangery, the three stooges, Brad, Chelsea and Mia, were learning the sort of basic customer service skills to enable them to offer the kind of world-class hospitality experience for which Lower Loxley is famous. Having out-of-work actors leap out on toddlers and terrify them, family parties wobbling about on bits of string dangling from trees, and the son of the family trapping visitors in the attic to be ranted at by a mad old man and a tailor's dummy. Anyway, they're now all friendly Wendy's again. And to be honest, I preferred it when they were at each other's throats as the standard of what I believe is known as bants was frankly appalling. <laughs> Mia's evolution from horsey fangirl to nascent hunt sab class warrior happened fairly swiftly and we could all chart its progress. I could sort of understand why she'd want to wreck the hunt bull, but doing it anonymously is a trifle pointless as how will the poshos know why the sabotage was done? Unless... Mia Thunberg appears, flaming parsnip torch in hand, declaiming from Watership Down. For a bright girl, she also seemed a bit astonished that there were lots of pictures of Freddy's dad everywhere when it was Freddy's dad's house. <laughs> ben came across Rex, rod in hand by the riverbank, but he courteously put it away and suggested they did some fishing. While they reminisced about Bert and his inability to tell a remote control from a mobile phone, Rex gave Ben some splendid advice which resulted in him doing what Chelsea had expressly asked him not to, namely pitch up at the doctor's appointment and reduce Tracy to a quivering heap of suppressed fury. The thing about respect, Ben, is it isn't just about asking what it is that the person wants, but also involves listening to the other person's answer. <clears throat> Krusty and Rex have come up with the strange concept of outdoor yoga, which sounds fabulous if you like the idea of a lot of middle-aged ladies rolling around in the mud farting like deflated balloons <laughs> while a herd of stampeding cattle belt past or the compost lose seep gently in, into the undergrowth. Kate did her usual going into fourth gear, running everyone over, then putting herself into reverse and hoping the bodies would somehow revive. Krusty adopted the unusual business tactic of telling Kate that if she wanted to be in with a chance of working with the rewilding project, she had to dress up as grot bags in a monsoon and <laughs> wander around a forest full of broken bottles and terrify little Rosy, who was dressed up as a barrage balloon. And we ended the week with a very gloomy episode that was all a bit oh. Wuthering Heights, a classic of English literature which Pip had already dismissed with her customary highbrow approach as really, really boring and sad. Ruth said at the beginning of the week, I don't want to be one of those interfering mothers. So I'll just leave that boy one alone, the miserable one, you know, thingy. Turns out not interfering was the last thing she should have done. So on a stormy night at the stables with the rain bouncing off horses' bottoms all over the shop, Bethy Earnshaw came flying out of the stables pursued by Ben who said, You have to leave me because I'm not worth staying for. And she said, You can't make me leave because you are worth staying for. And Ruth said, What's going on? Alice invited Beth into the eco office to calm down. 
help yourself to a box file of vodka, she said cheerily. <laughs> so now Ruth knows and Ben's depressed and Bethy Earnshaw is pressing her tear-streaked face against the rainy window of the stables and Ben was smashing something, which was never mentioned. So heaven knows what that was, except I'm hoping it was some much-loved ornament of Auntie Shula's. And there was me thinking we might get a breath of sodding air from this storyline. But no, the end. I told you oh. it was. It is not over, Lucy. And oh. Jazza and Tracer, Tracy are bringing that baby up because there is no way she's going through with that termination. Jeff and I were listening to it on the way down. And <laughs> now, when... what, the, ben, the, the recent episode? No, the last one. no, no, no. We oh. saved that one for last oh, night because gosh. the rain was also lashing at the windows oh, here. So we were listening to it. Um, dramatic. We, we were uh, listening, listening to the one where she was talking to Jazza about do you want to be a father and all that. Do you want to be a father? And I was, I said to Jeff, oh, you are bloody kidding. No, I I told you. Harriet's right. I hate it when Harriet's right. (laughs) I'm going to get my Tony's chocolate. It's not fair. I I was relieved. No, but I, they, I just think it's too traumatic now for everyone, including us listeners, to go through it. Because we know now what, you know, that, and of course it's, you know. But having to be induced and all that is just Exactly, but that's the thing, isn't it? This mm. isn't a, a um, is this a, is this a, this isn't a, what's it called? Is it a, it's not a medical termination, it's a surgical termination. Yeah. Is, that, is that the difference? I don't, I don't know. And, <clears throat> well, so it's, so she's going to have to give birth to it, isn't mm. she? But, it, but, so I just think we, as the, the, I think the arches, it's too big for them to, ha- well, it's not too big for them to handle, obviously, but it's, if they do go through, that is so brave that yeah. they're, dealing with it yeah but I think it's really really traumatic for all of us Mm. so I think it won't happen I think she's gonna feel feel the baby kick at the weekend and then um we're gonna yeah this ain't gonna happen so uh Lizzie (laughs) don't worry though because I'll be right and you'll be wrong okay if anyone knows where chocolate is on offer could you let me know a big one I want a big one I don't want that lemon I don't want the lemon meringue one okay look can you not put your order in yet it hasn't happened Um, but I don't I want the lemon one. I want a big one. God, you're so demanding. But I was listening to because it was no, it wasn't funny. Obviously, the baby crying and all that was awfully traumatic for him. It was his. Up. It was his Olivier moment, wasn't it? Oh my it? god! You could, you he could hear him script, limbering up doing oh. his voice exercises. <laughs> How great for the actor! I know. To go yes. I know. Look at this script. Look at the amount of crying yeah. I've got to do it. Yeah. It's amazing. And Ruth didn't really know what to do with herself, no. did she? But um, don't but worry. I found... I'm here. <laughs> For uh, now, but unless I'm something here. good comes on the telly, in which case you're probably on your own for a little bit. But I'll come, probably come back. <laughs> shall, shall I? Shall I just leave the lasagna? <laughs> but no, she was. Um, but yeah. But but when he was talking to Beth about it before the, his big breakdown, when when the, before they'd split up during mm. the middle of the episode, I was just going. Shut, I, he really annoyed me. And I was I going. Know. Shut up. Yeah. Just. I know it's really, I know, obviously it's really hard for you. You're the father. It's really traumatic for you. You've been thinking about, mm. but just shut up yeah. and be better to your girlfriend. Mm. And I promise you, Ben, in about four years, I mean, I don't mean to be callous, but I think probably you'll be fine. Or in a few months, you'll probably be okay. You see, this is the problem with you young don't people have today. To go... Yeah. There is but no, there's no resilience. He made it all about him and saying, how can I fix this? And I sometimes know. some things are unfixable and, and you Chelsea just says, have to sit with them and 
Exactly. Except and that you were in the wrong. It's shit. It's going to be shit for it's ages. A, it's a terrible it's accident. Fine. As because Beth was being really sensible. Yeah. Actually. I just thought, God, Beth, do not even just get yourself out. Yeah. Like, such yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. But she was like, it's an accident. Yeah. It's you know. And then she said, "You're happen- both young," which made her sound like she was about forty-five, <laughs> and they were twelve. Sa- she was sounding like she was about forty-five with well, her maturity. Yeah. But it's like, also, when Chelsea says, I don't want you to come to the appointment, do not come, come to, to the, the appointment. Yeah, exactly. If you respect your... Yeah. Just, I just found it all, it being all about him yeah. so irritating. Well, just, it's, it's, the, it's the thing I was wang on about, which she'll be delighted to hear I'm going to wang on about <laughs> oh, it Go again. on, Lucy. You yeah. know I love it when you wang on. Um, it's the family script. And in the family script, Josh is the naughty one. Ben is the good boy. Isn't he a lovely boy? And like, he's... Oh, I mean, yeah. even he said it. Well, he kept saying yeah. it. Yeah. Kept I'm the good one, it. I'm the good and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not. to be the good one. And everyone yeah. was going, but we don't care whether you're the good one or not. I you're know. just a perfectly normal person. But this family script has been, oh, we never have to worry about Ben. He's so good. Da, 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 da. And if you've got that, for you, if you've got that in your family, when you do mess up, it is cosmically bad. If it was Josh that had got Chelsea up the clangor, everyone had just yeah. gone, yeah, okay. yeah. And also the trouble is you've still got Jill's BDI hanging over you, which is probably quite intimidating, isn't it? It would have been better to wait a few years before we got Chelsea up the I think they should just shut her in that spare room with Leonard and let them... Well, they have. ...bonk themselves Leonard and her banging away. But what was that about? I mean... Come on, Leonard and Jill have been going out with each other for years. I know. Don't tell me he's and never it's so stayed the night. Patronising. Oh, it's great. Oh, the little oh. monkeys. And oh. I thought, that's your yeah. mother-in-law you're it, talking about. She's been oh. through a world war. She's <laughs> not a little monkey or whatever it was you referred to her. And they are allowed to be intimate together yes. without you, not. you and Pip sniggering outside the door. Whatever they want. It's her just, house yes. for a start. Yeah, it was it was a bit it was all a bit weird that wasn't it? No, but I, I was just weirded out because surely I'm sure Leonard stayed over yeah, loads he has. of times. He has, he has. So it's a bit. Ruth odd. and Pip are just jealous because Jill's getting more than they are. That's all exactly. it is. Exactly, especially Pip. Mm. So embarrassing for her. Um, but but do you know what's funny? Well, so I was listening to uh, Ben the crying this morning. No, but yeah, Ben and Beth discussing. Chelsea mm. and they were like yeah and you know well circling around is like just this survival tactic maybe we have to go through this Rufus came in and he was like are you listening to a football podcast because <laughs> he just came in heard Chelsea heard Ben sounding really upset going but we're just circling around and he was like why are you listening to a football podcast <laughs> And I was oh. like, out of context the archers could be <laughs> anything couldn't it could be yeah. anything yeah yeah but that made me laugh. So they're talking about um, the back four or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's thing, Ben, you'll have forgot you'll be talking about the other Chelsea soon enough. Don't you worry. Yeah. But yeah. he but also the trouble is when when Jazza and Tracy bring up the baby, Ben is still going to be uh irritatingly yeah. intense about it, isn't he? Yeah. So it's not gonna go away. Yeah. He ain't scot free. No. You're not scot free. Look at you. This doesn't that? look like this getting away Scot- with it, Ben. Scott Free. Who Scot- is Scott Free? Don't bring in a new character. Not at this juncture. <laughs> anyway. Do you know how old and confused I am already? <laughs> she is confused because she was going, Oh, Rosie, it'll be such a cute pumpkin. And then she went, She'll be the scariest ghost in Ambridge. And I was like, you've just said just a cute pumpkin. And now, now she's the scariest ghost in She'll Ambridge. She'll be the what? scariest vegetable in Ambridge. Oh, that's nice, John. In the same... And then there's Alice with blood all over her face. Yes. Going, Come into my office. Yeah. <laughs> 
blooded, <laughs> blooded Alice. I think now she's just permanently going to have blood on her face. Yes. Now she's boss of the stables. Yes. Yeah, she's going to develop an enormous bottom and be covered in <laughs> blood and go around going, come oh, along, pull yourself imagine together. Imagine the state of her fingernails. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so it, it was it was dramatic. It was but, dramatic. But it ain't over, Lucy, until <sighs> it is over. Yeah, I didn't... But do you know what's... Well, it's, this is a quite serious knowledge, so... I find this all got a bit much for me because mm, I was thinking of you. Work, oh, bless you, thanks. Well, this is sort of the week that I started going into labour early with mm. Rex, very, very early, probably only a few weeks mm. after Chelsea is pregnant. So I was barely pregnant, but I did, could feel him. So mm. I always knew that he was still alive, even though I was, you know. Um, and I just thought, I know what that baby will mm. look like when it's delivered. Mm. And, you know, it does yeah. look like an alien fetus. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. But it could, you know, late you know, a few weeks further on, it will be a viable baby. My poor ex-sister-in-law had to deliver her oh, baby at very nearly full term because oh, it it died oh and God. It's d- I can't. I don't. I mean, know the how... good thing. Not the good. There isn't no good thing. They dosed her up to the absolute eyeballs, and she can barely remember anything about it. Oh right. Um, because they knew how painful it was going to be for her emotionally, and how just what an awful thing to have to do. I. I it, it's the. It's and well, it's anybody's worst nightmare, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, back to the emails. Um... <laughs> anyway, and now, funny, um, funny dog puns. <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh no! Well, Lucy, we haven't we haven't mentioned how brilliant it was to have Kate. Yes, Kate, especially back. Kate, Kating all Kate, over the place. Kating, Kating's Kate was brilliant. Kating Kirsty, oh, and and when Lily was like, "All right, Kate, you're overlooking it a bit, darling," <laughs> when she was like, "Oh, Kirsty, it's such a good idea. I'm going to bring Xander." Kate sucking up. Was oh, she was all traipsing along in the mud <laughs> behind her every two yes, seconds. Exactly. Um, so, anyway, I mean, it's kind of a bit like the yoga thing that I'm going to do with you. Am I going to do with you? She's such an idiot. She just has no impulse control whatsoever. But what's so brilliant about Kate, especially when you've had quite intense, serious yes. scenes, is that she just doesn't give a monkeys, no. does she? No. And it's the way, just every word she says is hilarious. Yes, and it also starts with the words me, I, (laughs) what Um, I think, what I want, you know, it's just... I can't be a witch, I'm just too pretty. Yeah, 
Lillian, I mean, do you think, do you see me as a witch? And everyone went, <laughs> Your nose is much bigger than mine, Lillian. And, and a bit you hooky and warty. Do <laughs> I don't have hairs under my chin. But then, on my chin. But then, um, you know, it's about time somebody pointed out that Lillian's cackle is the witchiest cackle yes. ever. She's everyone be... so far has sort of um, skated over that for, for the 150 years that Lillian's been in it and not gone... <laughs> you laugh like a witch Lillian but now oh, you're darlings <laughs> she's obviously going to end up terrifying it's going to be why well, I wouldn't employ Lillian as my witch no. she's too she's terrifying too scary yeah yeah but then also Kirsty is so like when she was like and um, we're not going to have pumpkins actually because we don't like um American we're yeah. going to have turnips and I was like those kids are going to go where are the pumpkins you can't have a Halloween without pumpkins. Kirsty would be... Because a turnip Kirsty, yeah. does not look like a pumpkin. Yeah, and, and Kirsty would be one of those people that, you know, gives the children mandarin segments they, when they come yeah, to the well, door for trick-or-treating. Exactly, there's mm. going to be no Haribo no. in those trick-or-treating no. bags, are there? No. And she'd be like, uh, Rosie can't come in because she's dressed as a pumpkin. Yeah. Go and dress her up as a turnip. There'll be a packet of back. seeds, a vegan <laughs> fruit bar. Guys, what I've got for your treat is the yeah these lovely um, edible flowers. Um, they taste really nice. Or you can dry them and press them. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they'll all be in the bin before. Darlings, even I've got, got Haribo out. for you. Catch, <laughs> catch, and some crack. Um, <laughs> Shall we do? Oh, uh, what's it? Sorry, just quickly. What's in that bottle? We didn't find out, did we? No, it'll be the Sunday because it's the Halloween one. Oh, it'll be some scary yes. note by a ghost. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that'd be fun. Good. Oh, oh. Cooper, come on then. Come and say something, Coopy love. Coopy is come sad because Jeff has just gone for a run, so Coopy is wondering why he is not allowed to go oh, for a run. Oh, Cooper. you have to stay and look after me. Oh. Yeah, I I'm know living, sad. Don't worry. We're staying with my whole family at the moment. My sister's dog has just been spayed and so Ooh. can't go is out. She in the cone of shame? She's not in a cone, actually. Okay. She's in a sort of fitted jacket, which oh, is right. rather smart, actually. Mm. But she, because she can't go for walks, she's just so gutted all the time. And she keeps farting. I mean, I've never smelled anything like it. Because they keep having to give her bones to yeah. distract her. And her farts are, I mean, yeah. if you got a match out, that would be the whole house yeah. going up. It, they are <laughs> unbelievable. So bad for global warming. I was like, if Mia was here. If she's a spaniel, you can do hiding games with her and she'll like that and that will keep her occupied and make her sleep. Oh, the kids have to do something, don't they? Mm. They can deal with it. So um, so put you put you put toys and things behind cushions and tell her to go and find them and stuff. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yes. Hotter, hotter, hotter. But then she's got such a waggy tail and everything's on quite low surfaces. <laughs> so we've had a, quite a lot of glasses smashed. <laughs> um Anyway, Coops, all right. Um, you had the brilliant idea of the uh, dog uh, musicals yes, last week. Yes, dog musicals. So this but... is what we have. You ready? Yeah. Rob Williams, this is. Anything cockapoo I can do better. I... Uh, good one. I corgi danced all night. 76... <gasps> Oh my God, I love that one. 76 that. fresh bones. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the Borzoi next door. The Bernese necessities. And hello, oh, Doc. This is the oh, best. Hello, doggy. Oh, that is so clever. I know. That's so clever. How I, I googled yep. like puns. I couldn't find any. That's because they're all doggy. here. That's why. No, my my favourite is I could have. What is it? I, I corgi danced corgied. all night. I corgi danced all night. That's uh, Adam Davison says, "Wow, because we've gone from from the, the you know we've had the really little listeners. Baby he, listeners, yeah. Adam 
is is the silverback listener. He said he must be one of your listeners with the longest Archer's history, as I remember as a child, it being on the wireless in the long gone days of Dan and Doris. The wow. first story I really remember was Aunt Laura's death in the mid-1980s, leaving poor Freddie Dunby homeless and the subsequent arrival of the Snells, who as townie incomers were viewed with great suspicion by the villagers. I drifted away sometime after the pregnant Lizzie was abandoned by Arch, Cad, Cameron, Fraser, but drifted back in the early 2000s and have been a more or less regular listener ever since. Anyway, he said, being a lifelong, I'm sorry I haven't a clue devotee, I couldn't resist the dog pones, dog puns, <laughs> a Scotty with a fringe on top, Good one. A peak is as lucky as lucky can be. Oh, that's good. The street where you sniff. Yeah. 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 This is my other yeah. favourite. Lick me, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should just be in it anyway. Yeah. Uh, collie, collie, bang, bang. And let's do the tail wag again. And he suggests Ooh, as a final good. one. I passed Cooper Cali fragilistic chasing oh, squirrels docious. Very, very good. Thank you, Adam. You're a genius. I, I feel awful because I had a message from somebody with a doggy pun, but I I, I don't know where it is. Oh. I don't know if it came on Insta or Twitter or email. Okay. I just, I'm so sorry. I can't find it. And I, it was really funny as well. I don't want to spoil it because I'll say it wrong. It was a really funny one. Um, but can I find it for next week? It's been a busy half-term week. Yes. That's my excuse for okay. losing it. I'm so sorry, but it was really funny. <laughs> this is from, I don't know where it is. This is from Catherine Palazzola, Katie. Uh, uh, see. She says, send in the hounds. The hound oh, of music. that's a good one. The hound of music. No, I can't believe I didn't think of the hound of music. Not while I'm a hound. And obviously, hello doggy. I don't know what I'm saying, obviously, because if it was that obvious, yeah. we'd have thought of it and we didn't. Uh, I cannot <sighs> believe we missed the hound of music. I know. Oh, Bum. Um, but those are amazing. Yes, they are. Uh, right, now, Naomi has messaged. Hello. And says uh, she's been doubly freaked out. Having heard Harriet talk about Rex's night terror, I was reminded of my younger daughter's night terror and thought I'd raise you one while Lucy was talking about Tilly and her walking downstairs while asleep. I'm remembering my daughter in a night terror screaming that she wanted her mummy and when I said mummy's <gasps> here, she replied, not you, my real mummy. Which is oh, just what Lucy was saying while just... I was recalling mine had said 30 years ago. Oh my God. That means there's life before life. <gasps> Maybe wow. she wanted a mummy who wasn't going to be an Archers fan. She said, I made her and her sister listen to an Archers episode while in the car once when she was nine. Uh, she said, by the way, Harriet, yes, it's me from Insta. Linda hey. was screaming about a cow on her patio and they thought it was hilariously ridiculous. I haven't convinced them to listen since. Um, <laughs> she says, we are a proper tonic in these topsy-turvy times. Oh, thanks. Proper tonic. That's nice. Uh, That's a good Halloween anecdote as well. Steve Parrott is... Um, uh, uh, is terrified of us. Well, it is Halloween. Uh, he says, since <laughs> hot, everybody hot, hot. who listens to Ambridge on the Couch is getting pregnant and you <laughs> declared yourself to be fertility generators, <laughs> I am terrified we will be hearing the hatter of, patter of tiny feet. Yes, I'm 67. And yes, I've had a vasectomy. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. I've just got a feeling. But you might get Steve. a dog. You might yes. get a dog. Because you're setting up the dog club. Um... Duck club, duck club. Uh, Elizabeth sent me the uh, review that you were trying to find last week. Oh, yeah. It's my favourite ever review. Very disappointed. One star. I am disappointed how disrespectful the show was, (laughs) but shouldn't really be surprised by Guardian readers. Have unsubscribed. (laughs) 
Hey, why would you subscribe to something that you'd never heard? I mean, you just listen first and then you subscribe. That's like getting married before you've had a first date. But anyway, and also, I don't read the... I'm sorry, whoever you are. Virtue, oh, Virtue 24 or whatever. Uh, But I don't read the Guardian. I'm just like this naturally. Just deal with it, whoever you are. But, um, but thank you for subscribing in the first place. Yes, that's very nice. Very nice for the two minutes that it took you to decide that we were awful it's Guardian funny though, reading. Isn't it? Because I listened. I love trying out new podcasts, but in the you know in the first couple of minutes yeah. whether you're going to yeah. stick with it or not. Yeah. And then you just don't ever listen again. No, I, I don't. You certainly often don't review. go. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm just going to register on my <laughs> Apple iTunes account, and then anyway. But it's all good, Lucy. We need yep. critical and, and I um, hope that criticism. Virtue 24 that you felt better after you got that off your chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, 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 fair dues, right? Yeah. It's a free country, Lucy. Stop being speech. disrespectful, Harriet. Um, <laughs> this is from Claire, another young listener here. Lucy may have fuzzy memories of me as Claire from Scotland via Canada from several lifetimes ago. I'm back oh. in Canada now, having run out of visas. Though why is unclear since I'm human to a dashed puppy with an attention span that while short still outlasts your latest prime minister. He'd be a wonderful replacement. Uh, she started listening weeks after poor Nigel fell off the roof in second year university. Wow. Um, yes. Uh, Another young'un. But who's our oldest listener then? Uh, I think it might be Adam, but I'm not sure. I didn't want to inquire how old he was. Um, so good to know. Is it? We can have an oldest and youngest prize. Yes. Prize. If someone gives. Well birth. done. <laughs> well done for being old and listening to podcasts. Well done, you, you little monkeys. As I should probably give you some kind of opinion on the latest Ambridge antics, I am another that's quite enjoying the stained glass saga, she says. It's exactly the kind of impossible church politics you get from a vestry committee. But since I'm not on the committee, I can enjoy it from a safe distance. (laughs) Of course, it's also straight out of the novel Barbara Pym forgot to write, which may contribute to Harriet's sense that we took a wrong turn at Albuquerque and ended up in 1952 this week past. Um, Well, uh, that is... All that sort of stuff is right up my street. That sort yes. of 1950s Barbara Pym stuff. Yes. But then I, that's what's lovely about the arches. Then you throw in a sprinkling of Hollyoaks, yeah. and yeah. it's a good mix for everyone, isn't yes. it? Yes. And, and she, she says she acting. can't use a touchpad either. So <laughs> you were moaning at me for still oh, using yeah, a mouse. <clears throat> right. Uh, oh, yeah. How's your power's your battery? It's all right. <laughs> Don't talk about it. It's not um, flashing. Okay. No. Um, Okay, so uh, Catherine Palazzola, again, who's done the dog puns, she said, um, uh, I loved your discussion of toddler moods. It provided some much needed laughter as we are entering new territory with our Josie, who is nearly oh, two. Good. Good the other me. day she had a full-blown meltdown because I have hands. <laughs> what was I thinking, having hands? Why did no one tell me? Oh, my God. I feel so sorry for getting into this. You've got hands! Also, can I just warn you, it doesn't end at three. No. It doesn't even end at four. No. (laughs) Mine's 19 and she's still going strong, to be honest. Um, This morning, Rex had to come into bed with us because he was being so so naughty. And then um, Rufus rolled over to him and went, Rex, I love you. And Rex just punched him in the face. (laughs) They'll just do what they want, and they don't give a shit. 
but luckily, but he didn't punch me in the face. He said, I love you, mummy. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Poor Rufus. Yes, hard. He's yeah. I think they, that's mm. quite Oedipal, isn't it? They Let's do get well, into there's... bed between mummy and daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy yeah, tells yeah, me he loves yeah. me, and I punch him, and then I turn yes. around to tell mummy I love yes, her. Yes, because Rex is not the biggest fan of. He's he's not really into daddies. He's not moment. really into anybody that isn't you. Is <laughs> he? Exactly. He hates that's everybody. Why, that's why I'm so tired. That's why I lost yeah. that lovely email from about the yes. dog. You'll um, find it again. It's never message me, guys. Let's have a look in the fridge. That's where everything I. Ends up oh, I don't know where it can be. It's gone into the ether somewhere. Uh, Katie Ballot Maybe it was a letter. <laughs> Maybe someone wrote to me. Telegram. Is there an answer? <laughs> no answer. Um, Katie Palazzola has got the best name ever for Selena Nova. Oh, yeah. Nebula and Black Hole. She's got... <laughs> <laughs> she said, here is why I hate Natasha. Shortly after Nebula and Black Hole were born, <laughs> someone asked Natasha how her night with them had gone. And she said, one of them woke up for a feed. And then the other one woke up for a feed. So by my calculations, Natasha had to get up twice. Each newborn baby was up once. My aforementioned toddler child is up an average of four times a night, which is an improvement. So I hate Natasha. (laughs) She is. But you know that she is doing the strictest regime in the world. Yeah. She's got Gina. It's controlled she's crying, Tom. You can yeah. cry as much as you like. I'm not coming to rescue you. <laughs> ben does it all the time. Ruth should have just left him to cry it out, yeah. shouldn't she? Yeah. <laughs> just shut the door and say, I'm still here. I'm just not going to cuddle you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you eye contact. <laughs> okay. Um, and she said, Chelsea, I know I'm writing to you early in the week. I was relieved to hear you, she'd made up her mind and was sure that was that. Until the very last one of the episode when she said, my mind's made up once and for all. At which point I thought, well, shit, she's going to change her mind. Yep. yep. Well, no, it was the Jazza line that gave it away, I think, wasn't it? And Jazza not being super comfortable about, yeah, yeah. I don't think, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we'll see. I was trying to look ahead. Oh, sorry. I was trying to look ahead, but it's very, they're being very cautious yes. in, the, uh, yeah. in the descriptions Ooh, of next cunning. week. Cunning, oh, they cunning, are cunning. Sobs, There's quite a lot of Brookfield stuff going on, though. So mm. who cares? About we haven't Brookfield? heard the last. Mm. Oh, so I don't care if Ben and Beth split up. No, I, I just Beth, just go. Yeah. Honestly, mate, you're not. He's uh, he, yeah. yeah. Just go find someone it's not nice. Him, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just yeah, yeah, leave it. Yeah, basically, Rex. Rex is good. Oh, why don't Beth and Rex get together? Yeah. Oh, that would be much better. Yeah. He was very sweet this week, wasn't he? He was. I'd completely forgotten that he was also involved with the rewilding. Yeah. And there he was, bobbing around like catching pugwash. What's Rex doing here? Hello, Rex. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Why is he making a potion for the kids? I was like, he's very helpful. But of course, it's a joint scheme, isn't it? Yes. But Kirsty's running it. Yes. She seems to be, doesn't she? But then she's quite bossy. But she got the job, didn't she? Yes. He's like, I don't know what he is. He's Land like a printer or something. Print, yeah. um, Hypocathory. 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 Don't stop. Hats I've known. Um, <laughs> Joanne Lynn has said, uh, uh, email is headed, sucks to be Ben right now, doesn't it? Poor guy, he's always... Sucks to be Ben. He's always sucks thought... Sucks to be Ben. <laughs> he's always thought of himself as the nice one in his family. 
Yes. And now as he he's kept stuck us. being the guy who seriously screwed up and there's yeah. nothing he can do to put it right. He's just going to have to wait and see how Beth ends up feeling over time about this whole thing, pregnancy thing. And Chelsea isn't going to keep the baby, so he can't consider himself the guy who does the right thing and is a great dad, even though the baby was unplanned. And now Chelsea's told him she doesn't want him to come to her medical appointment, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah. I see what you're both saying, that yeah. he, all of that has been taken away from him. Yeah. No wonder he's, yeah, she said, no wonder he's been dodging his family. Can you imagine if he turned up at the farm and had both Ruth and Jill having a go at him, trying to get to tell them whatever it was he doesn't want to tell them? The only thing worse would be at that moment, Elizabeth and Vince turning up, being all sympathetic (laughs) and, oh, come now, can't you see he's upset? There, Ben, I'm sure it's not that bad. As always, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Every week I tell myself I'll just listen to Ambridge on the Couch for a few minutes while I get ready for bed. And an hour later, I've realised oh, no. I've stayed up significantly later than I meant to. And my upstairs neighbour thinks I'm a crazy woman laughing aloud to myself in the middle of the night. Is the Viking Centre really still in business? She says in a bit of a non-sequitur yes. leap. I went it there about is. a million years ago yes, on a high I. school trip to the UK. Mostly I remember the part where they recreated the actual smells. It was, as I recall, pretty rank. Yes, it still is. Let me tell you, we went there this week. It's still unbelievably good. Yeah. But before we went in, I said, oh, has it still got the smell? And he was like, well, we've had to tone the smell back a bit because everyone kept being sick. Oh, no. Yeah, so it doesn't smell It's all right. We've all had COVID. No one can smell anything anyway. It's fine. Ramp it back up again. Also, we're all adults now, so we can't really smell as well anyway. No. But it still smells rank a bit. It smells, there's like a toilet bit which smells really rank. But it's je- definitely less rank. And I think it's shorter because you go around on a train. Have you yes. been? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, York is so lovely. I know. We stayed by the river. I meant to send you our Airbnb because it was so lovely, Lucy. And I thought if you're Oh, yes, please do. Yeah. It was so good. And but right on the river. And I'd never seen the sort of riverside action. Yeah. That, oh, it's so lovely. Yeah. And we went to the Castle Museum and went round the Victorian Street. It was it was such a good trip and then we had tea at Betty's wow and there was a lady playing the piano and so I cried (laughs) because because it was because it had already been all quite intense and then just sitting having tea and a lady playing the piano was just just completely and you were were a little bit overtired and (laughs) overexcited and Rex was asleep so I was so happy and and it was uh, and she played some some enchanted evening and I wasn't even thinking about dog puns I was that relaxed (laughs) some in hounded some no anyway it was very good I do I recommend the whole trip excellent Go. Go. And it was, yeah, and not now, because good... just finish the podcast, then go. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yes, yes, yeah. Very good Very good value on the train as well. And it's under two hours for the journey. Well, it depends where you're coming from, doesn't it? Oh, sorry, sorry I forgot everyone doesn't live in London. London-centric. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys, sorry. Yes. Yeah, go. Um, but in miles, yes, if you're coming from, have a list with. But anyway. Well, yes, all yeah. right. Um, okay, don't go. Don't. <laughs> so go somewhere similar. Somewhere similar with a castle and a Viking museum. It's very interesting. I love all that Viking stuff. <laughs> I mean, we were listening to the kids' tour, though, so they don't mention okay. rape and pillage and no. all that. So it was very sanitised. They call it fun. naughty and shouting. <laughs> and smelly. Naughty and the smelly There's shouting. a lot about toilets and mm, food yeah. and, you know, farting and things. And illness. Um, right, this is from Minnie, who is 14. No, stop it. She yep. is Minnie. <laughs> she says she's, she's wow. copying in Cooper. 
who I fit now feel now to be credited, she says. After hearing about Louis, oh, it's all got competitive now, I've decided to chime in as yet another teenage listener. Yeah, I am Louis your youngest 17. yet. And wow. I started listening to the Archers during lockdown when I got really, really, really bored. I found this podcast at the start of 2022 when I was so annoyed, upset with the Alice storyline that I needed to see if other Archers listeners were feeling the same. I am from Scotland. I have a strange oh. feeling that Chelsea won't have the abortion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think she's going to change her mind at the last minute. Ben was such a twat on Tuesday, showing up when Chelsea profusely <laughs> yes. told him not to. I, I have a feeling he'll be all martyr about this and for yeah. a good few years yeah. will still be talking about his lost chance at parenthood. I do sort of help he tells Ruth, though, just for the reaction. Well, boy, did you get your wish anyway, Yeah, Minnie, Minnie that's so perceptive because mm. she'll have written that before yep. Friday's episode. Wow. She says, also, I really like Paul Mack, but did they really have to go that far with the stereotyping? I mean, honestly, he should have just walked in and said, I'm a gay character. And they could have got on with it. And the whole Alistair assuming that Martin Gibson was being homophobic thing really got on my nerves for some reason. Anyway, here's to hoping Chelsea does manage to stick to her decision. Quite right. See, see, Minnie doesn't want me to have to buy you some Tony's chocolate either. Thank Minnie you. is so mature. She is. I don't think she's 14. <laughs> You think Minnie? she's just, she's in a competition with imaginary people on the internet to be our youngest one. How can you be that smart when you're 14? Mm. I'm amazed. That's, and where are you from? To in us, Scotland. We've schooled her. We've schooled, we, oh, we all, Lucy, that sounds a bit weird. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know. Um, where are you from, Minnie, in Scotland? Because you know I'm Scottish. Oh, yes. Because I'm Carmichael. Mm. Carmichael. I'm like a 25th Scottish. So, um, yeah, so... Hey, Minnie. Is your face currently blue? Like. <laughs> and white. Yes. yes it is. Like Only 20, a 25th of it. Mel, Only a quarter Mel of it. Gibson in that film. Um, Beatrice Bramble. Hello, Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. Um, oh, she's given up calling him Fabulous Fabrice. Now just calling him Fabulous Jeff. Which he'd quite like, oh. um, She said she loved, with lots of O's, the video of Cooper that I posted on Twitter. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, it was, I saw the photo. It was Twitter. He was just looking at me. No, it wasn't a photo. Oh, oh, the photo of him off his box. Yeah. No, he was just looking at me and desperately wanted something and I didn't know what oh, it was. And someone on yes. Twitter said, are you sure there isn't a tennis ball somewhere? And she was dead right. And the <gasps> tennis ball was under my desk and he was saying to wow. me, give me the tennis ball. And oh, I had that's one. so funny. Um, she said, Beatrice said, today is actually my 26th birthday. And for my birthday wish, I want Cooper to be in every episode of The Archers. T- for goodness sake, Beatrice, it was going to need an But how can we get him to do things, Lucy? You're going to have to train him to sort of speak. I'm not sure he even knows his own name. Or anyway, um, uh, He sort of needs to go... So she says, today's times. tense episode with Ben and Tracy in the waiting room, resolved by petting Cooper. Cooper could oh, dig up the soil yes. for Kirsty and get through this boring storyline <laughs> with more flair. No squirrels would ever haunt Ambridge again. And it's so much less tedious to say, Beth, Ben, Beth. And Cooper. Um, she said she is surprised that Chelsea will be able to go forward with the termination. They've drawn this out for so long. I thought mm. they'd tell her she's too late. Yeah. Um, perhaps the poor lad, Ben, secretly wanted Chelsea to keep the baby or he's just upset that his fairy tale romance with Beth has been disturbed. It ain't over till it's over. I actually think Ben Norris is a great radio actor. He's one of the few characters who I feel I can see when he's speaking. Oh, that's really, that's um, amazing. Yeah. Uh, he said, he I, she said, I love the scene when Beth told him she wants to make it work and you could practically hear him rubbing his eyes. Hearing Ben, hearing ben stand up to Tracy about what he thinks, Ben Archer stand up to Tracy about what he thinks is the right thing to do is a real treat. 
Actually, that was quite good because I was going, You're, I wish you hadn't come to this appointment, blah, 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 blah. But then actually when he sort of, yeah, said his piece to Tracy, I thought, oh, okay. And Chelsea yeah. did say that grudgingly. Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but he's a great, he is a great actor, I have to agree. Uh, and Interesting, isn't it, it, that you can see, yeah. that a great, a great radio actor is you someone you can head. see them yeah. doing it. Interesting. Um, uh, she ends the email with, I've just gotten to the end of this long email and realised that Jill and Leonard are having more fun in their new Ikea sex dungeon <laughs> than I am on my birthday. <laughs> oh, Beatrice. Happy birthday, though. Happy, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Cooper should, Cooper, train Cooper to sing happy birthday. Okay. And then when it's people's birthdays, he could do a little happy birthday. Can I just point bark. out, you can't train your three-year-old not to punch his father in the face. So me trying to train Cooper to sing happy birthday. No. Um, uh, Eleanor says, prediction, Chelsea within the next week is going to feel yeah. the baby move. Yeah. This is going to change her mind and yeah. she will keep the baby, the keep ramifications the will be She's endless. She's keeping the baby. Yep, yep. Ah, yep. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, can't wait for my salted caramel Tony's chocolate. Mm. Oh. Yum, yeah. Sponsored by Anna Winnerton. Oh, good point, Katie Powell Anderson. Whatever happened to Alistair's party that was being hijacked oh, by yeah. Jagger for Chelsea? <laughs> Has it not happened yet? Was it cancelled? Forgotten about? Yours That's confused, such a good point. Katie. Well, I, I assume it's still coming up. But, it, but they were talking about it like it was going to be on fr- last Friday yeah. or something. God, that's such a good point. They can't have forgotten. Because they just didn't mention it. No. Unless it's coming up and then there's a sort of Denise Paul triangle thing. Yeah. Going on. Oh, Deborah Elliott has messaged about Denise. She oh, said, yeah. you know Alistair's erstwhile veterinary nurse and not-so-secret crush? Can you recall if it was mentioned that she's black? I'm picturing her in my mind as black and I recall Alistair complimenting her hair and saying she had her braids redone but white people have braids including Uh, my own lovely daughter. Yeah, no, I don't think they've said she's black but uh, he did mention braids and uh, it... uh, Yes, I just assumed she was as well but maybe that's because I know who the actor is. Ah. But I don't think they've mentioned it. No. I also know the actor who plays Paul. Right. Um, Does he gay? No, I don't think anyone's... <laughs> I, well, I don't really... I don't know. I don't know oh. him. I know his agent. Oh, I see. Well. So I know, sorry, sorry. I know that sort of group of guys. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'd have said not. Oh. But maybe, maybe. I okay. don't know. It's a very good looking guy. Oh, another one. Another, another, another little very, one we've got. Another very, there's a lot of good looking people in the arches. There are. There are, actually. I have to say that they're actually all good looking. All the young crew, aren't they? Yeah. They're all, yeah. That means um, that when they all get married and on the front cover of the Radio Times, they won't look like the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of the clumpets yeah. we've had in it the past. It won't anyway. be like the 70th birthday yeah. photo, <laughs> which is problematic, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too much Guardian reading. Uh, going on here. Okay. Yeah, stop that. Uh, uh, stop. Daniel Everett. Hello, Carmichael Freeman, Newby, Thomas and or Felpersham. Yo. I am if- 14. Oh my God. And oh, listen sorry. to the oh, Sorry, Can you just cut the bit where I say yo? I lo- <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it. On. She actually said yo daddy-o and I cut out the daddy-o, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> can I just say. I am 14 <laughs> oh and listen God. to the Archers, but I started listening when I was 13, although wow. I am not pregnant as I'm a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> I love your podcast, by the way. Thank you, Daniel. We love you too. Oh my gosh, too. so Daniel and Minnie are 14. Mm, yep. Have we got a younger contender? 
I don't. Oh. Well, wow. We we seem to. It's actually like the archers. Babies listen. Yes. So you know, on the archers, you can hear, ah, 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 and then they don't say oh, anything yes. until they're You're fourteen, right. and that's You're exactly. Right. We've got nobody in between <laughs> two and fourteen. We're all perfect casting for the archers. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that's brilliant. Now, Jane makes an extremely good point. Oh, yeah. I think she's finished her decorating. By the way, <laughs> finally. Um. Uh, she said she started listening in her 20s because it was on while I was cooking after work. Um, she said, the, but the archers never quite leaves you. It's like Catholicism. You collapse, but it still stays there. <laughs> anyway, Jane Stevens says, do you remember Dawson's Creek? The Ben yes. Beth relationship reminds me of Dawson's <gasps> Creek in that the characters hardly ever laugh and their interactions with yes. each other are very intense. Very. I just wish they would laugh a bit more or shout a bit more. Come to that. They're, they're like too mature for their own good yeah. in a way, aren't they? Yeah. They, they never just have bants. Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, That's a I, very good parallel. It is. And it's, it's um, oh, she said, uh, it's, uh, blah, 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 blah. it's really sad and infuriating that the termination has ended up being a very late one. I agree. Because they, they could have done, yeah. Anyway. Oh, but that's why I think it's not, mm. yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, she's right. They are never happy. No, it's all. It's gone straight no. from. They're just Where are you going out with me? Moaning. To, yeah, to having incredibly intense, demanding. You make me feel like this, Ben. I don't know. But then ben. some some relationships, some young relationships, are like that, aren't they? I know, and then really... you get out of them and think, what was I doing? Yes, exactly. Mm. Like, just lighten up a yeah. bit. But then on the other hand, a lot of, you know, like in dramas, a lot of the, the the main characters who are together, they have the serious relationship, don't they? And then it's the subsidiary characters or who are the funny yeah. sort of bantery yeah. ones. Did you know as well that banter, you'd think that was a quite a contemporary word, wouldn't you? Or a new word. No, it's in Shakespeare. Yes, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was an old-fashioned word. <laughs> but it is. And I just thought someone made it up in about five years ago, but no, it's been around for a long time. I worry about you. Why? Why? <laughs> you don't need to want to have a great life. Go to the Viking Museum, went to Betty's, I went to Betty's, listened to a piano player. <laughs> I said to her on the way out, she went, I said, that was so good. I really loved one enchanted evening and it made me cry. And she went, oh, that's lovely. And just <laughs> left the building. <laughs> She was That's like, lovely. I don't want to, I've done my job, yeah, I've done my job, I really don't want to talk to the customers. I've got another one. <laughs> I've got another job. I hate you. Um, no, anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, sorry about that, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a new word, it's an old word. If you're 14, it's mm. quite a new word because you've only been around for 14 years. This is your role on the podcast. You are the Ute correspondent. <laughs> Aren't you? You can talk to the Ute. And I totally. can talk. To I the, say well, totally, I, oh totally, yeah. I say yo, yeah, um, and you. wicked, and like, um, um, yeah. what's the other word? Um, um, uh, guy, safe. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry to anyone who's listening under. Whereas I'm still saying skill and debo, but anyway, um, <laughs> you have very good articulation and a very good vocabulary. Thank you. You thank can God. say words like apocryphy and banter. <clears throat> banter. Um, Jake has messaged um, to say that it's all about, uh, the whole of the Archers is all about musicals. 
at the moment. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. As, as it should be, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, he said, Ben dropped his tea and said the thing he said about clearing his mess up, which is from Waitress. Lillian is a witch, <laughs> despite loving Toto, despite throwing Alice under the yes. bus with her new job. Wicked. Jill hates church unless it's built in her image as she knows the clock is ticking. Tick, tick, boom. And dear God, <laughs> would you like to be a father? Talk. Okay, bye. That's from Frozen. Exactly. Yeah. It's like all I've been singing all week is, do you want to be a father? Do you want to come and play? <gasps> that is so funny. Yep. They are, the scriptwriters are in, are indulging us. Yes, they? they are. And it's all going to have a big climax at Christmas. Are we doing a Christmas musical, by the way? Yes. We're doing a pantomime. Oh, she's got all guinea piggy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, sorry for that. If, if that hurt your ears. <laughs> There's sorry. dogs all over the country going, what was that? <laughs> Did you say something? <laughs> Shush, Cooper. Arr! I'm just pretending because people like it if he's involved. Um, oh, Patricia Johnson is time travelling, by the way. Oh. And said... Uh, about me leaving you in charge of Ambridge on the Couch, that you started out strong. She was impressed. I decided to write in and praise her. Well done, Harriet. Then Susan Carter took over and shook up her fizzy drink, causing mayhem. Jealousy, I think. Not very professional of Susan. But it brought me joy, 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 she says. Oh, so she's time-travelling with our podcast Yes, she's well. tra- she's time-travelling with, with everything. Well, she's time-travelling Dumpty Dum, the archers, and us. Oh, God oh knows. God. I don't know how she's remembering wait where the hell she is. Wait till you hear Lucy fall off the chair. Yeah. It's a good thing we don't often mention sort of contemporary events of the world. Yes. We're sort of out of time. That would be quite confusing because there have been so many prime ministers and chancellors and whatnot. It would get terribly confusing. She says, while cooking our tea, I heard your episode where you discuss about being big sisters. I don't have a sister, but I would pick both of you to be my big sisters. Oh, my God. Yes, I am a bit older, but you are much wiser. Patricia, are you kidding? Oh, that is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yes, I will. <laughs> I do. You know, you know, you know, she's actually going to do that now. She will be asking for presents, Patricia. I will. Mm. Well, I know I'm godmother to those lovely babies that have been born. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Are you radio godmother? <laughs> yes. A pop mother. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. I am. <laughs> I'm a pod mother. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> right. Hurrah! Um, I don't remember birthdays, though. That's my thing. It's <laughs> one of the things that makes you you. It's what we all love. That you go, what's it your birthday? Oh, last month. Last month. How old? Which one are you? Which one's your mum? Oh, oh, that one, yes. It's um, lovely, isn't it? Our new family, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes just much better. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's easier. <laughs> it's easier when you... You don't yeah. see them or actually know them <laughs> in real life. Anyway, um... And now, because yes. I'm looking at my battery and panicking yes, slightly, yep. let's go over to Radio Borsetshire. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin. I need theme for my Halloweener costume. Last year I was Matt Lucas and Declan was Noel Fieldwing and we threatened to tell jokes at people and they was terrified. This year Declan is go to Scary Rubber Night which is like normal rubber night but with the eating up eye. So it is me and Graham. He say 
Inge and the bracket, I say RuPaul and Sharon Osbourne, so we are argue. Do you have any idea? No. Oh, oh now? Oh, hello, hello, this is me, Fabrice of Felpersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. Now, tomorrow is a very special day. It is Halloweener. Halloweener is a day when everyone gets their ghoulies out. Ghoulies can come in all shapes and sizes, from small ones what you barely notice, to enormous ones that are very scary. In Eurovisia, we also celebrate Halloweener. I cannot tell you the name of it in my language, as it is very complicated and sound like sneezing, but the translated name of it is the day when all your disappointed grandparents come back to life and ask you why you aren't as successful as your cousin. In Ambridge, they put out pumpkin, I think, except for Bridge Farm, what always put out leek. In Eurovisia, we put out a real skull filled with jam for the children. Only sometimes it is not jam, and the children have to guess which is what, and it is very fun. So, I thought I should investigate what is happening in Ambridge on Halloweener. Do we have any calls, please, Colin? Oh, it is Mrs. Clary Grundy. It's a smashing time of year for Bryce. I know people go on about it all being made up by the Americans, but we've been doing spooky stuff in Ambridge on Halloween ever since I was a little girl. I can remember old Joe taking his teeth out and biting people with them for fun, like, you know, putting his old long johns over their heads like a mask. And he always had a ghost story or two. But people had normally fainted after the teeth and the long johns, so they never got to hear them. What happens in Eurovasia then, Fabrice? Do you tell ghost stories? Oh, yes. All the old famous scary stories like the haunted goat, the smoking wig and the cursed grouting. All the favourites and the children scream and cry and be sick and it is all very happy. Uh, who is next on line two, please? Oh, Mrs. Smells. Hello, Fembreeze. As you know, it often takes someone from outside the village to preserve old traditions. And that someone is so often me, because I have the energy and the vision. Hello, Eve, or All Hallows Eve, as I like to correctly refer to it, is actually a very ancient festival. So when we have children come to Ambridge Hall, rather than bombarding them with processed sugar or colouring or indulgent trick-or-treating nonsense, I dress as Mrs. Wibblytooth, the ancient village crone, and give them an illustrated lecture on rural quasi-religious customs. And it is effective, as I have noticed that the number of children trick-or-treating has hugely diminished, and we haven't had any children come to Ambridge Hall for many years now. Although, I still dress as Mrs. Wibblytooth, in case anyone does knock. I see. Yes, that sounds fun. And what do your husband Bobbert do while you are being Mrs. Wibblytooth, the ancient village drone? Robert prepares people for my entrance, while dressed as Slippery Dick the Highwayman. Oh, yes, I think I know him. But not a highwayman. He run the burger van on the bypass. 
Anyway, thank you, Mrs. Smells, you old drone. And now here is Mrs. Natasha Archer, I think. Hi, Febreze. Just like to give everyone the heads up that Bridge Farm is open for Halloween this year. Trick or treat is welcome. Fruit juice and yoghurt for all. Only a small charge. We've got a pureed carrot fountain, Bridge Fresh promo t-shirts, pencil cases and a fabby new range of merch for the mums that says, I went to Bridge Farm and felt a massive turnip. It's all very tasteful, you know. Entrance is £1.50, car parking a fiver and the twins are doing a valeting service for £30 a car. Oh, that is quite an enterprise you have there. Well, we like to maintain village tradition and if we can rinse a few unsuspecting passers-by of their cash, then so much the better. Got to pay for the girls to get their ears pierced somehow. Oh yes, I am all for capitalism. And now I think we have... Tracy Orrible on the line. Hi, if they breeze. I want to talk about haunted houses. I was at my sister's the other day. Early evening it was. I'd just broken a popped in to borrow some eggs. Anyway, from upstairs there was a most awful rhythmic banging and screaming and a sort of panting noise that got louder and louder. There was plaster coming down off the ceiling. Then this sort of howling and some pig noises. It was seriously scary. And you know the weirdest thing? There was this incredibly strong smell of chilli. But did you not go upstairs and check? Not likely. Not after last time. I didn't know legs could bend that way. Well, that is terrifying. Thank you, Tracy Horrible. I will not sleep for a week now. Well, that is the end of the Halloweener episode of my show. I think the difficult thing about Halloweener in Ambridge... It is that if you live somewhere where none of the children speak until they are 14, everyone treats their own illness, anyone that leave come back as different person and everyone live until they are 200 year old, Halloweener is much like any other day. Bye! Oh, and... No? No, no. Oh, Radio Borsetshire. Thank you for Breeze, and also whoever the brilliant person was. Who played? You did the other voices. The other Thanks, voices. Lucy. Oh, sweet of you. So you can get a look in often. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do this bit because you've no doubt lost your place. If you'd like to visit Patreon. Oh, did you genuinely com, mean to thank me there? Yeah, I did. No, I thought you were going to thank somebody for some other contribution. Well, it's oh, you and Jeff, isn't it? And, and that's so and nice. I've of said you. thank you to Jeff. Well, I've said thank you to oh, Fabulous Febreze, who listeners it. will be staggered to hear is played by Jeff. <laughs> Some people won't know that if they're time travelling. He was doing Duolingo this morning. We'll be having breakfast. Oh, I was having breakfast. It, was he learning Welsh as well? Yeah. Wow. And he and he's, he's better. He's got to the top of his league. Him by miles. Oh, he's got to the top of his league in Duolingo, and he went. Woo! And I went. Oh my God! <laughs> Febreze is taking over. <laughs> So he speaks like 10 languages, including Eurovision. Yes. Wow. And yeah. now Welsh. And now Amazing. Welsh. Yeah. God. He was saying sentences this morning like, yes, 
yes, I haven't forgotten. Yes, I, yeah. Yes, I don't know. I don't know where the thing is that you've lost or something. And I would struggle with that in English, to be perfectly frank. Uh, but the yells no, of triumph for the howls of fury when he gets it wrong or right. Anyway, he's now top of the Obsidian League, so he's oh, delighted well with himself. Oh, big congrats. But he's a bit frightened because Imogen from France, who he claims does nothing but go on Duolingo, is creeping up behind him. So he keeps checking every 10 minutes to check that he's still top of the league. Is he top of the league in the whole world then? I don't know. I think he's top of the league in Duolingo or something. It's like when the kids play do times tables on apps now yes. and you can play against the world. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, I'm like the winner in the whole world. Yes. Like, I think there's probably maybe one other person playing against you. It's probably Imogen from France who, when she's not doing Duolingo, is doing maths. Oh, I must introduce Jeff to rock star times tables. <laughs> um, yes, now. Now. Now then. Now then. Now then. You can find us on Facebook, on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, at John Ambridge. Febreze oh. is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can you email go. us at AmbridgeOnTheCouch at gmail.com. Gmail. And now, what is it on Monday, Harriet Carmichael? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Pass me the gin, darling. <sighs> yeah, it's that. It's, it's Halloween. Halloween. So Matt has done this. terribly American. I don't approve. No, neither do I. I'm Unless just you dress up to... as a turnip. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be having turnips. I won't too. have to dress up. I look quite like one anyway. Um, I am going to play now Matt's Halloween Archers tribute. <laughs> Ready? It's brilliant, yeah. this one. Good. Da-da-da-dum. me of um you know home alone the music on home alone when it's sort of a bit christmassy and then it goes a bit spooky spooky when the burglars are there and then christmassy again yeah it's like wizard of oz yeah yeah and oh i don't gets me quite scared all that actually i know i find i do find witches quite scary because when i watched the wizard of oz for the first time i was quite young and the witch is so frightening and actually the witch the first witch you know that flies out in the storm Mm. and then dies she's terrifying isn't she i think it's i think the Rating should be higher than PG <laughs> or you or whatever it is. Should be eighteen. I was scared of um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when I was. Yeah, little. yeah. I actually, I totally agree. There's something as well about those old-fashioned films. Yeah, and the child. Don't get me started on the flipping child catcher. Flavor. Oh Nora. my god! But it's something to do with the makeup they put mm. on them, or the maybe they've sanitized the caricatures of like scary people. But they're just some, mm. anything old-fashioned mm. is really scary. Mm. Yep. Like um, me. I mean, <laughs> Minnie and Louie won't even know what we're talking about. No. 
I don't know what a scary film now is. A sort of Halloweeny film. I don't know if there's it's probably a, a scary meme or something, isn't it? It's a bit scary TikTok. <laughs> that flipping scary Michael TikTok. Jackson theme park one. That's bloody horrible. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. No, don't see it. It's okay, well, it's, I don't like scary things. No. No, you would poo your pants. I would. I anyway. Would. But thank you. So that's why I like doing Ambridge on the Couch. It's just safe. That's scary. <laughs> it's just cosy, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Tween is another word. <laughs> very, very guardian-esque. <laughs> um, <sighs> but thanks. Oh, thank you, Matt. That was nice to be. Yes. Feel a little bit scared now. Yes, but just, just scared enough. Scared enough. Yes. I hope, but oh, who was it that's listening to us before they go to bed? Oh, oh sorry, lady. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, lady. Put um, put something nice on from Audible or yeah. you know other yeah other yes. audio providers. Um, I went to see The Sixth Sense once, and I was too oh frightened to stay, and also too oh. frightened to leave. So oh, I God. just stayed there crying in my seat. It was awful. <laughs> That's awful. I know exactly what you mean because even if you get out of that situation, mm. it's still it's in your head. You. Then it's in your head. Yeah, and then the it comes with you thing. out of the cinema, and you think, is it better to just leave it in the cinema and oh, leave God. all the fright in the cinema, or bring the fright outside with me? The only thing you can do is put the 1990s Pride and Prejudice on the telly and yeah. watch Mr. Darcy look at Lizzie while she's playing the piano. I was doing everything. I was making shopping lists in my head. I was counting backwards from... <laughs> I was doing the alphabet backwards. I no, was it's doing... too late. It's just done. It's got you. <sighs> An Armenian army, blah, 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 blah. All those things. <laughs> Duolingo. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring! Oh, never watch anything scary. No. Why would you? Why would you? I just I don't get it. I don't get... The pe- people who love to be scared by watching scary stuff on the telly. I get enough of an adrenaline rush turning a plug out of the socket without switching it off first. That's that's. Or doing a podcast knowing your battery could go at any time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Okay. I've All got right. the hint. I will now, you go and I will play. Bye. Halloweeny Matt again. Happy Halloween. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns